0: The Koy gig pod.
1: You know, for a first World Cup, I think they've done excellently. But then you think of how close they were and what if, what if this,
0: which is a great sign. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB GAA. The football pod on Off The Ball. In
2: partnership with AIB.
0: Proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship.
2: Check out hashtag the toughest for more.
0: How are you all doing? It is episode 35 of the Football Pod with Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue. We are recording on a bank holiday Monday. It's early here, Monday the 7th of August, just after 9am.
2: Paddy Andrews! It's a bit too early. It's a bit too early. How
0: are you? <laughs> How are you doing? I would have
2: liked it? this later in the day, I have to say. this is It's a bit much. It's a bit spicy for a bank holiday Monday. It's
1: more commitment, commitment to the pod.
2: No, I, I do accept that. It is commitment to the pod, but we could have done this at 5 o'clock this evening.
1: Ah! <laughs> uh, I don't know
0: You're you're digging me out I'm getting away After the long summer And it's a hurling week In Clare this week So I'm getting away For three or four nights All right so,
2: Ending for you T, and for your travel plans
0: Gotta get away man You couldn't get away During the championship
1: Are you so hectic mm. Yes Actually there wasn't a peep About the bank holiday this week The weather was so cat Yeah The wind the Disgrace in Dublin like, yeah. yeah Not good for football Is the old
0: wind No How's the week been Paddy? It was a good
2: week but Jesus, I was tired like I have to say so, <laughs> have to, like yeah, okay, the win on Sunday for the Dubs so Sunday and Monday were heavy going I have to say so Tuesday and Wednesday were not great uh, Thursday started getting some semblance of normality back Saturday was alright but then it was in it was at United yesterday in the Lanzar for the Viva. United so United C team yeah, <laughs> yeah it was the United Dubs <laughs> what a absolute catastrophe that was uh, but a good day out again, so it's where the voice is still a little bit shaky today. But sure, we okay. three days before the all Ireland last weekend as well. Like, like it was yeah, a heavy yeah, weekend. weekend. When it took, Dublin Kerry went full showbiz last week. Didn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> three or four days well, before. You but boys, you boys made the most of it, did I have we to Did what? Yeah, I never got the chance to ask his. on Sunday. We did that, that podcast live from Crow Park on Sunday. Fair play to you both. It was, it was brilliant stuff. Got a great reaction. How was up for the match? On Saturday <laughs> It's good it's, it's some
1: show What a show it is Green Room was great It must have been a bit of crack Was it? It was I was getting a little Lucky uh, well Run lucky. Great Green Room A few <laughs> a very beers Very Green Room And then Into Town after Days and Jackie Absolute showbiz Yeah Jackie top of the pops They were on all Legends yeah. of Ernestom And there was Nice Oh, uh, yeah. okay. I went home After I was oh.
2: shook from Thursday and Friday and I needed to get my act together for Sunday and uh, Jimmy Daryl Sullivan O'Mahony Michael Lair McCauley you guys were going big on Saturday night and I was like nah can't do it can't do it couldn't
0: face it like, uh, but you were working Sunday oh, wow. do you know the lads are alright I, didn't I utter, met James I Crow Park gigs. three times I done
2: 10 gigs on Sunday like,
0: I met James in Crow Park three times. Before the game, point in his hand. Yes. Uh, after the game, point in his hand. We had to get our way into the press box. I had to stop and bring the point into the press box. So, <laughs>
1: was I was the most of not working for it. I was absolutely <laughs> delighted with <laughs> But in the premium as oh. well, you can actually drink out of a glass. I was like, that is the best thing can about being here f- today. F- no plastic <laughs> glass. Shite. Straight out of a nice oh, Where were you? Where just above the Arcola, were you? You're, you're I got famous. lovely AB tickets. Hashtag hey, toughest for more. Toughest.
0: <laughs> well deserved. <laughs> the toughest for more tickets.
2: <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, no, I had a, a nice yeah.
0: so, so We might come back to, to the week in Kerry in a minute, right? Patty, I was proud of, well, very proud of one thing. Oh, God. Regardless of whether you are out, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, <laughs> Monday night, Tuesday night, or even last night. There was no drunken tweets from you after midnight.
1: Fun diet. <laughs>
2: uh, never ever drink a tweet. That is we all knew that beforehand, but you probably know it even more after this week. Wowzers. <laughs> it's one way to get trended though, I have to say.
1: I had performance. Well, I, I had fear thinking about Potterin's fear. <laughs> it was oh, all <laughs> oh. are right. Oh, Flitter's yeah, no, it would be perfect though. but Jesus yeah, whatever <laughs> it you call you don't want that much of a reaction to it well oh. 4 million
0: how yeah. many, many views Tommy? Uh, it got the bow tweet's got 4 million and I'll million. go tweet That's good That's I'll good. go through That's the tweet good. in a second but this of all the 100,000 uh, quote tweets or, or comments this is my favourite and I, I don't know if this is original but this one's from uh, sullyguy 7 so credit to you if it is 2pm in the boar's head Jesus, Clifford had an off day. 6 p.m. in Smithfield. Nick Fitz had him in his pocket. 12.37 a.m., having a piss in Cassidy's. He was smoked. (laughs) Very good. It's probably not too far off. Very (laughs) good. The timeline.
2: Good tweet. That's a good tweet. Uh, No, it was... uh, I think the uh, saying he got smoked is the pretty inflammatory you now. We were saying like players <laughs> do talk like that, like we were saying oh, I smoked him like in a nearly tongue in cheek way. But I think to be fair to Flinner, right? That's his opinion on it. Uh I don't necessarily agree with it, I have to say. I thought Clifford Clifford had a grand game. If if you look at it from two perspectives, right? Clifford scores two points from play, creates what, one two and then another four or five scoring opportunities for himself. At the other end of the pitch, Collie Basquale for Dublin, scores two points from play, creates the goal, and has a massive impact on the game. And you can kind of say, from a Dublin perspective, and for Collie Basquale to go, brilliant game. What a performance by him. Real coming of age thing. So if you look at objectively, and the numbers, himself and Clifford, both corner forwards, they have the same sort of input on the game. But the reality is, a bit of context, Colly Basquale is like breaking into the Dublin team. He's been around the squad. He's a really good player. We know that. And he's at a different level to what Clifford is. Clifford is the best forward in the game, 100%. Not up for the bay. At 24, he's already probably built himself into, like, legitimately, being considered as one of the best players of all time. And he's got a, he's another seven or eight years of this. So he's held to a different standard. And he himself would hold himself to a different standard. And the reality is... We spoke for two weeks in the lead-up to this game and loads of different tactics and the depth and kick-outs and all this good stuff. It, you could simplify it and say, if Clifford gets hot, that can win Kerry the game. If he's off and Fitzie does a job, Dublin are going to win the game. And that is the long and the short. Of it. That's what it came down to. So I think Clifford had a, a grand game, but the biggest thing that let him down and, and why people are saying he, he didn't have his best game, and he didn't, is... For, he wasn't clinical which is so so rare for him to miss four or five opportunities that it, it can't simplify that, that, if he scores then Kerry's going to win that match that is the reality that's the role he has the responsibility he's the best player in the game he's Kerry's best player obviously exceptional leader for them and he took responsibility but he didn't have a good game when it mattered most and that is the makes that point maybe it's a bit uh, uh, tongue-in-cheek how he does it but that's the reality of it that's Flinner's opinion and I think we all agree and I'll tell you one thing David Clifford will agree with this it wasn't his best game and unfortunately he's that important to carry if he's off that's I don't say it's costing the game but it probably has played a massive role in them not winning it but I, I thought I think there's massive credit to Fitzy for what he did and there's definitely times Clifford got the better of Fitzy at different stages in those games but we spoke about it right after the game the Oh, the relentlessness, the focus, the diligence of Fitz, just to be at Clifford all the time. He's forcing him to take bad shots. And that's, he's in his head. And that is the reality of it. That's, yeah, deserve massive credit. And we said it before the game as well, it's not just Fitzsimons doing it. Like Dublin, the work rate all over the pitch, the middle third, the organisation, and the tackling from the forwards it keeps Clifford on the edge of the game as much as they can. Like he only touches the ball probably twice in the first 20 minutes. Well, watching it live
0: Paddy, I, I, was, I was thinking a lot about the manner in which Dublin closed off that channel yeah. that Clifford wanted the ball in. And it was different players all the time. It was Fenton on one yeah. stage, Merchant Kilkenny was there, Howard was there another time. We were wondering all week... Who's going to be the keynote Sullivan? Who's going to play that role? But it was a different Dublin player but in but every, me, every play.
2: It had to be like that. And we said this: if Clifford gets the ball un- unopposed all the time, forget about it. Yeah, he might miss a couple, but he's got to get there eventually. And that's what Dublin did. And Fitzsimons is credit, but also the whole organisation around the Dublin team and the work rate it kept them to a minimum. And then a little bit of your just help is he a little bit off? And that's where Fitzy comes in, where he's just at him all the time, all the time, all the time and Clifford he snatches out a couple of shots which is so unlike him that's because he's under pressure from Simons and then there's also the, the mental side of, and this is a, a thing I, I would say Clifford would look back on and learn from he, he does start forcing things in that second half because he feels the pressures on him because he's on the edge of the game and that we, we've been in that situation Jimmy before where you're kind of going there's 30 minutes gone there's 40 minutes gone there's 50 minutes gone and you're not lighting it up and you say jeez like, you I need possession, I need to do something here. And there's times, definitely two or tr- two of those shots in the second half I think, there, was that really on. Even though it's Clifford and he he, he could score it, that's it's a really low percentage shot because you can see the pressures get to him. That's the nature of it. He's he's the leader of that team and it's coming down the stretch and the all-in-the-final and that's that's part of being the best player to be able to deal with that. And I think Kerry will look back on it. I think he'll look back and go, It wasn't his best day and that's where he he wasn't smoked. <laughs> I don't agree with Flitter on that. And he'd probably take that back himself, but I don't think he didn't. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> he didn't take it back. In he that.
2: might have rolled back a he little bit. He could be ignorant himself <laughs> as well at times. But <laughs> the, the premise of it. Uh, wasn't far off the truth but well, maybe the language was a little bit different I thought the reaction though and this is fucking Twitter again was a bit <laughs> over it like I say 4 million bloody views on this this is the latest scandal I thought I was surprised people care this, though I, of course people, people care, care. care but the reaction on both sides. of going Great after tweet. Flitter like this is like uh, classless and sour grapes get the
1: f- I said to look if two, if two new people, people in, is just to reply
2: to it <laughs> you have 50 bots <laughs> set up to if people don't
1: agree
2: uh, like this if people don't agree with your opinion it does not make you know it doesn't give you entitlement to just go what a disgrace that human being is how dare he like get fucking over yourself it's his opinion on something I would say Flinner as one of the best players this century is more than entitled to give his opinion on it I didn't necessarily agree with it but I'm not going to swing from the rooftops for three days on Twitter pissing and moaning about it but that's just the nature of Twitter but look Oh, yeah. Look, the
1: thing with the thing with Clifford,
2: Jimmy. Come on, what's the Kerry perspective? You, Jimmy, you have a bit of balance here now. Come on,
1: no, I have been <laughs> in that situation. The Flynn was in. It's like after a few points, you get so loose and you start talking absolute tripe to your own crowd. Do you know what I mean? And everyone in your camp is brilliant, and everyone else is the enemy. Do you know? It's just the way it is. Like that's how that's how players talk and ex-players talk. But I suppose once you're on Twitter. It's a dangerous, dangerous territory. But people like Clifford, even if you look at Ronaldo and Messi in the soccer, right, they play a bad game. Next thing, he's terrible. You know what I mean? That's just how a reaction, when you're at that level, when you're so high and you get so much praise, there are going to be times when you get the, way more criticism than you deserve as a result it's just the way we are as supporters and it's but it it's the standards crude. he
2: set himself Jimmy isn't it it is so good but the standards criticised. are so high when there's a little drop like I said, compared to Pascal it's kind of the same output from both of them but he's on a completely different plane than
1: it is but when you know, people expect so much more from him but when you're criticised you, you don't get criticised fairly either you get criticised at, to a whole mm. new level and that's just that's just what happened but I mean and I said this about about Sean Kelly I think when at the time of the kick like Clifford will deal with this no problem do you know what I mean he is he's such a top fella top bloke top mm. player he'll he'll dust himself down take a bit of take a bit of a hit here and he'll come back even better I have no doubt about it what do you think he'll learn from what do you think he'll learn from he'll learn what, what Paddy said I think it, it, he just forced a few shots Sometimes in all situations Just Just make something happen Do a one-two And slip it to a fella To chip an easy point He he really did take on Maybe A a lot of responsibility In the In the build-up to the game It was all about him And It's so easy to fall into that trap Maybe he Then again There was two shots he took that were on for him that just tailed wide and I yeah. remember thinking he put his hands on his head and it was like fuck it yeah. what is going on why did they go wide so I mean it was just it just one of those days there's no there's no big big struggle but what I will say about him Can, I, can I ask them, you about putting the hand in, Yeah Just putting the hand
0: on the head like one of the biggest things for me I felt was the like you're playing Dublin in Crow Park it's sold out the energy the Dublin fans got from every David Clifford miss was multiplied as well Like, is that something you learn that you've got to be even more effective? Because I know if he gets a score there, it's worth two points to carry.
1: Well, he's not thinking, he's just thinking, let's get, let's get a score. Let's do, how am I going to get it? How are we going to get a score here? Realistically, all year it's been, I'm going to create something and I'm going to pull the trigger. So I like his shot selection was off. Absolutely. His execution was a bit off one day of the year that's just the way it is he's going to have to grow from it and he will and there's, there's no fear of it. but what I would say about exactly. his development as well right in this in this off season he nearly has to not 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 think about himself obviously there's things he can improve on but he's he's so top level he needs to almost think about bringing along two or three new fellas now into his little cohort you've got himself Pawdy Shawnee right but they probably need another Another one or two. I, I don't think that's coming in. Just
2: him, Jimmy. I think that's. I think that's maybe a little bit unfair on him. To, to, uh, he's a massive leader. He's the captain of the team. But I think that's the coaches as well. Like, it's. It is, but he. I, I think. There, I think it's got to a stage where, Cliff, even though he's only twenty four, and you could see this manifest last Sunday, he's. He's taken on too much, and in a way, that's that's admirable because he's such. Obviously, he's an unbelievable leader. and He takes that responsibility. You can see. But I don't. It I, I disagree. Like, he can't be taken
1: on too much just because he kicked a couple of wides last day. Do you know what I mean? It's. I. I, I, I putting massive pressure on one player. But there was a bit. I, of I a, there was a bit of a build-up up for him. him but I, I still, I still wouldn't change much about what he does, if anything. The only thing he needs is a. Can bit you double
0: much down work. on what you were? Can you just explain what you were saying there about this winter for him? Because you would have entered an attacking unit that was possibly coming towards the end, but we're still there for a long time and, and Gooch, Donaghy, Darren, Declan, they were all still there when you were breaking through. Like, how can he transition in those lads that are on the fringes that obviously have talent, but haven't shown it yet at intercounty level?
1: Well, the, the team that I broke into was different because even somebody would have, Donaghy would have, nearly win a ball and put in into your tummy for a tap over, do you know what I mean? Like, that, that was kind of the, the way that, that that group worked. But I think that someone young needs to be added to that unit as a forward unit to kind of improve the boys and let them mould him to do what they want them to do. So it might be a ball winner. It might be someone who just runs off Cliffy's shoulder every so often, takes a bit of space off him. But they need to get someone into that forward unit that they trust and they can bring along. Because at the moment you're looking, you're looking at the panel and you're thinking there's no one of that level maybe to help them. So I, I think that's one thing that where they can they can all work this winter to get a relationship with one or two fellas to really improve that forward line and I think that that's, that's interesting.
2: that will happen. But isn't that I think that's what Kerry needs. You I mean we've been saying all year that there's the reliance on Clifford is a bit too much. That mm. you need, other players need to come to the fore and, and clip those scores. And reality is, Gini's probably a little bit older now. Is he going to be the man to do that? Stephen O'Brien, the same story. That's just the nature of it. We need these guys to come through and support the likes of Clifford and, and Sean O'Shea and take some of that burden off him. Because look, the nature is, he's still going to be the best player in the country for the next five years, I'd say, at least. Can,
0: can I ask you a question on that, Paddy? Yeah. I, thought, I just thought I, I felt it in the build-up to the game. And afterwards, you got the sense of it. The Dublin players, there was so much emotion in their speeches afterwards. It's so hard to read into everything that was in it, but there was a lot of players sticking up for what Desi Farrell did for them over the last couple of years. Yeah. You could see that. Um, there was players talking about the pride of getting James McCarthy up the steps. Yeah. But there was also a sense that some of them felt maybe a little bit disrespected that there was a, a young lad from Kerry with one All-Ireland being hailed as possibly the greatest we'd ever seen. Until you drilled into it and you realised that Desi Farrell pulled an absolute masterstroke the week of the All-Ireland Final. Go on. Desi Farrell says David Clifford is probably the greatest footballer he has ever seen <laughs> at a Sunday's All-Ireland Final. So when the Dublin players are reacting there was some of them saying in the game afterwards they were talking about their own manager saying it <laughs> and putting it sometimes that motivation can come from well, that would be relatively oh, planned <laughs> yeah. A well-planted story would you say would you say so yeah? Well I think
2: look the reality for, for Dublin and why it meant so much as well is that they'd lost for the last two years this is a group of players the famine the great famine yes Benton's example he hadn't lost the championship match ever so the top of the game all-stars player of the years, winning all-Irelands year on year on year and that's taken away from you then not just one year but two years and then you're, the third year you're in Division 2 and you're being challenged and that's we've all played sport lads you can create <laughs> chips on your shoulder and that edge and that hunger from anything. You know, Michael Jordan, I took that personally. <laughs> you know, So that's just an edge. All, all the sports science, that edge of being, even creating this bit of disrespect. Of course that gives motivation to guys as well. I don't think it's sustainable long term for three, four years. Yeah. But for this season, I said it all along. And Jimmy, you were laughing at me that Dublin would win this all earned Even though at times they were brutal in Division 2, when the lads came back, the whole sense of just they are going by hook or by crook they're going to win this thing and last Sunday was the I, I thought the perfect example of it that Dublin weren't great I don't think it was quality wise the best game but it was intense Jesus Christ but I just got the sense they are going to pull this out of the bag somehow because of that type of thing yeah two years of hurt I get it looking from the outside going Jesus teams have won the All-Ireland in the decades but but for those Dublin players that I, without a doubt that was a big sense of motivation and yeah maybe if, People are saying Clifford's brilliant. Yeah, maybe but maybe players did use that. He, he, whatever you can to find an edge around things, you'll use it. And that you see the reaction from the double players from double supporters, that was a massive, massive win. Um and yeah, I, you just I, it, it was a build up of basically two and a half years of disappointments, yeah. and yeah, loads
0: of different stuff. There was um I think it was Karen Whelan who first mentioned it in the build up and Desi Farrell spoke about it afterwards James McCarthy spoke about it afterwards too that one of the key moments in the lads coming back and, and all of this happening was James McCarthy's wedding last December
2: <laughs> it's a good <laughs> wedding
0: you weren't at the top table but I'm sure you were in the mix of some of those conversations <laughs> were you?
2: I <laughs> vaguely remember some of these yeah in last and December. was there
0: a feeling that night that there was something happening?
2: Um, I look it was kind of Christmas time and everyone's having a few beers and the lads had obviously been beaten again that summer and all of, there's, we have a wedding next Friday as well with Dean Rock. It's one of the times where everyone's back together again. Um, so naturally football dominates the conversations. Um, and maybe, yeah, I wasn't sitting there with Desi Farrell saying do this, that or the other, but I'm sure those conversations were happening in one of the side rooms around around the wedding about three o'clock in the morning. But um, I think the biggest thing, and Desi Farrell said it, there was always this, the lads all everyone cares about it everyone cares about it and for, for Mano and for Jack and for Klucker for the different reasons at different times said you know what I actually don't want to do this anymore I can't do it I'm doing whatever personal life professional life whatever it was but there was never a sense of a split that oh they have fallen out with Desi or they're falling out with the players it was just I can't really do this anymore we we had it during our own time we'd Ronnie your left Jack Jack's retired about four fucking times and he's come back this players there's so much that goes into it and there has to be so much that goes into it to, to win the thing if you're not all in on it you actually really shouldn't be there and that's the lads at different stages yeah. couldn't do that and whenever it came to this season and I tell you 100% seeing Kerry win the All-Ireland last year that would have been a big motivation in it the lads going we can, we're still in position to do something about this. I'm gonna go back and give the lads a takeout. And when that happened, and you see the two boys going back, and then Stephen coming back in from February or March, you'd, I was just like, and I'm sure within the camp, it was like, we we're gonna win this thing because they're that good. And we see the quality. We look at the game last Sunday. Clarksden was exceptional. Manion gets man at the match McCaffrey comes on in all the big games he comes on and makes a massive hit that's the quality of players that's the surprising thing for me is those guys came back and reached those levels I was wary of yeah off the pitch they'd be amazing but could they reach the height of five or six years ago when they were all the top players in the game and they did
0: which is incredible. It's not just that, Paddy. It's incredible. They reached it in the All-Ireland Final.
2: But that's all the biggest games, Tommy. And that was the worry. He was going, Clarkson's 42. Go, yeah, he's brilliant. Around the are the to But is he going to be able to get to those levels again? Imagine if for two or three years, he was probably the best forward in the game himself, connor Clifford. But then he's been away. You go, he? And Jack, Jack hadn't kicked the ball in three years. They're going, is, he's not going to be as fast. He's not going to be able to have the impact that he had in 16, 17, 18. And all three of them at big moments throughout the the championship and, and in the final, on the biggest day, came up trumps, and that was a testament to how good these players are. Um, but it, yeah, it was that much. if those guys don't come back, yeah, I don't think Dublin will win the that's the reality. I think, despite I all, think all the other stuff, if they're not there, I think it's a big ask for Dublin to win that. All-Ireland. But once they were, and you could see the level they were at, I said it slam dunk, Dublin were
0: going to win that thing. You did tell think. you what, though. If buts and maybe 2024. James. <coughs>
2: 2024
0: is all season. <laughs> <laughs> Cork
2: are the team to watch in 2024. But no, that's yeah. I was and that's you know, that's why it was emotional for those players and for the Dublin supporters. And I was, it wasn't just for the players, out in the, yeah. everyone around it without the city. We we're out on Sunday night, we we're out on Monday. It was people are talking about this in Dublin as, as big a win as 2011 the
1: only or thing that, that, that's, that that's, you know I would say that's how like. when you think about the analysis of the game and everything it's very much it, it proves how much of on a knife point the whole thing is like oh. Carrier coming in for criticism now there's already so after a loss or whatever you're always going to get that and Dublin are, are the bee's knees but like <laughs> it, it came down to probably one turnover, one wide, or it was, it was level three minutes at the entry time, yeah. Like that, it was level, it's just on a knife point, and that's how close you are to going back to back. You're legendary yeah. for a couple of weeks, or you think you are anyway, <laughs> and or you're nothing, and it's back to square one, do you know? So it's just it's interesting, but I, I it's just it's so rude. It is, I watched the game back,
0: yeah. Elite sport, and I had a couple of a couple of notes after watching the back because you have such a different perspective on it and that podcast we recorded in Crow Park Lads fair play to you it was brilliant <laughs> like it was it was all emotion though like we I don't think any of it was a process the <laughs> wow, match by that no. stage um, Jimmy, and, like, Jimmy was a head point. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was Jimmy was sweating in the seat like I was like hey, Jimmy most listened together, to man. the podcast yet how many listens over 60 a million. over 60,000 people li- listened Whoa. to or watched that podcast so thanks very much Kerry. beautiful thanks very much and that's without any Kerry fans listening so thanks very much to everyone as always for listening to the podcast 60,000 um, baby we really appreciate it so some thoughts after watching the game back that was one of Dublin's best final performances of their 11 All-Ireland finals since 2011 not their best but well up there for a couple of reasons right I felt Dublin were the aggressors in that game they nailed Kerry every single time they could and they left something on them. Goff allowed that game to be played like that. Great ref. I thought Goff had a good game. Um, yeah, but Dublin walk, set the be, terms of engagement. We, what are
1: your thoughts on Goff after last I one? thought he had a good game. The only debatable yeah. one was the the free he overturned. Well, the, the red card. The two red cards. Card? In isolation. Costello and James McCarthy. They could have both got the run <laughs> on a different day. And the the free that he that he overturned for, for Clifford and Fitzsimons. Like he I actually
2: thought that was the right call it, it probably was I do agree probably was but you know, don't say
1: a ref never changes his mind never changes his mind so what if throws pre- sends in the that. air and the, suddenly it's overturned but the thing is that Kerry actually lose that ball so from Kerry having possession yeah. in there and a, and a score and a score even if he didn't give the free Kerry have the possession in there and now it's a hot ball we lose it and it's gone over the bar to the other side that was probably an, a turning point as well but I thought he had a good game yeah. Very. Who who booed him? Was it the, the Dubs that booed him? Why are the, the Dubs booing? Him? I, I think so. <laughs> if the refs go up, everyone's booing
2: them. Anyway, that's just. Yeah. If Party Clifford
1: got the um, microphone, out, I can tell you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a word with Party after the match just to see this Party. If have got thirty seconds, there. <laughs> a few other quick ones. Um, Kerry's most hurtful spell. And their poorest three misses in this game happened in the 57th, 58th and 61st minutes. David Clifford had it wide from about 25 yards in his right foot. Mm-hmm. Adrian Spillane just off the bench, bursting through on goals. He bounces the ball on the wet grass and he loses it. And Tom Sullivan gets the ball in the perfect spot in his left. I know it's not the outside of his left, but he's it's telegraphed what he's doing. And he still gets a shot away, but he skies it. But well, hold on, hold on. The, it, it was hold in the midst on. of a spell hold where on. Dublin outscored no. them, seven points to two. And the next score for Dublin... Brian Fenton saunters up the Couple field the in his own space. But Tommy, and puts the ball whatever Kerry,
2: Spillane lose that ball because O Merchant buries him. O Merchant is three foot tall and he wins that hit. He bounces a paddy though. I don't care. He, he loses the ball because Murch is in him. Okay. Tom Sullivan misses because Noel Scully is all over. Him. And, and yet, i still expect Tom Sullivan to score it. But that is, that is what Dublin were doing all day. It was dogged like and this is what people and back to the Clifford for times and Clifford misses Clifford's it's because Fitz all over him and it's just that is the margins and that was the the way the game was played it wasn't the highest quality and Kerry were brilliant at this at times as well absolutely in terms of their work rate and it was a scrappy game but that Jimmy you said it after it was a line you're not fighting for the ball you're fighting for the medal that was the mentality of both teams you could just see it it was so intense Neither of them will look back and go, that was really high quality. But those moments that Kerry miss, they're forced to because Dublin's work rate And that's you have to give credit there. And that's why I thought Fenton was exceptional down the stretch. Because he was the one guy, and Manion to an extent, where it was like they're they're still playing like a normal game. Mm. They're still they're still cruising through this match despite absolute chaos going around them. And and that's where Fenton down the stretch of top was exceptional. But there wasn't really many. Paulie Clifford has has moments in that third quarter where Kerry are really good. He was I actually three tr- from play,
1: quarter. second half. Three from play yeah. in that
2: period. And that's like, that's nearly stood out more because it was so scrappy around. Mm. But those big moments, the best players were kind of still cruising. He was going, Jesus, that is, that is high quality under the highest pressure. Like, and ultimately I think Dublin just had a little bit more of that than Kerry it. And that's yeah. again, Jimmy, we're talking the finest margins. It's level in injury time. Yeah. Clifford could kick the kick a score and they got one up and Kerry win the thing. So it was so, so tight. But that's what you expect between these two teams and in a game looking like all over the final. That's what it comes down to. I just had those little moments. Yeah, Kerry were a little bit off, but they were off because Dublin were putting them
1: off. I say I thought yeah. that I thought I, I, Fenton was absolutely Rolls Royce. I I love Rolls-Royce. him as a player. He's so he shows such leadership he even got the short kick out at the end after after Clifford kicks a widening he secures possession for the for the free that Dean Rock kicks at the end he gets the ball in the corner back spot moves it on to Kilkenny eventually it it ends up with McCaffrey who gets is it McCaffrey that gets fouled by Mike Green for the free I don't think so oh, is is McCaff- Bascale Is it McCaffrey Could we Was Bascale? Bascale, yeah, I was God I one can't one remember He, he, I can't he remember. actually started Just by getting a short kick out Just give it to me I'll move it I'll do the right thing Composure And I thought Howard Howard yeah, got eight kick outs. Like for, for that To, to <laughs> make a film for eight kick outs Is serious
0: Exemption. graft But how did that happen James Because if it's and Call that in commentary Watching it back I think two kick outs in Cluxon's looking for yeah. Howard here how can he recognise it up in the sky? And like, how was so that not stopped? Kerry, or is Kerry it? would have known that they would have looked at every single kick out. And Howard is Clucko's
2: go-to guy. Trust him yeah. implicitly. But he did, I mean, his, his numbers he
1: weren't weren't outrageous. Coming up to this though Paddy, like he'd got. He, I think he was one of the most. All right, but he he won't get an eight again game. I mean, eight yeah. kickouts. That he is so good, wasn't he? That is a relationship of yeah, trust. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: But isn't that lads? Yeah. And this is I'm gonna throw this out here, and I'm going big on this. All the player of the year stuff Clifford, McCarty and stuff I wouldn't give it to either of them Cluxton for me Is the player of the year Honest the Biggest game He was immaculate And the bottom line Dublin would not have won the All without. That is And I would be giving it Nailed on McCarty wasn't great in the final that, That's the reality Clifford was below his par in the final They had brilliant moments Obviously throughout the season But consistently And the bottom line Dublin won't win this thing without him and for him to come back Jimmy flogging a dead horse <laughs> Good stuff you were saying it I just thought He's a, a absolutely exceptional His final performance was I can't let him away with that you, He's definitely he not player of he, he said there's one more game He still has the final Clucks to this player here, the year 100% Clifford Who are you giving it to
1: Jimmy? You're, you're, it was Clifford Summer no, it was, You can't it was, Clifford, Clifford for the lit final, it up Jimmy. Can't. He lit it up in can't. every game he got nine against Derry in a tight game to get his final. He didn't light up the final, Jimmy, and he didn't light up he the did final. He got, he got his couple of points up the goal. He didn't no, play, it he didn't play great in Quarter final, that. Quarterfinal he did yeah, an outrageous player. pass. He's created those moments all through the season. I, I, I totally agree with that. He is exceptional. But and can I ask you a
2: Cluck's question, actually? Bottom line.
1: Yeah, oh. I, I know where you're coming from, but who who actually votes for player of the year? This ah, is the This is the players. The is
2: players. The if, if it's the, the players, players, it's Clifford. Over I think I, yeah I do and this is yeah this is an interesting one. The media forward three who I would imagine will be, Clifford McCarthy and Fenton Cluxton and, and then it's the players or Fent Fenton maybe Fenton maybe,
1: maybe has the that best player we,
0: every day. Are, are you overlooking? Are you like are you overlooking Cody Bascal? he could potentially be in there. That, that's, so what's the top one attack, second top score from play, uh, yeah, unbelievable very quiet impact semi-finals. in the quarter final
1: final. Yeah, big impact like, that's the final. that can swing it like. No, the like, had uh, one uh, one uh, down game. It's just natural, they're not gonna be brilliant every day. Yeah. I don't care Clooks I do has. We uh, yeah, just don't notice it in goals because they're doing fuck all for most of the game. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, who would say the five best players for me Cluxton had Cluxton had best the best players. final Cluxton Clifford obviously Fenton I'd put Shane McGuigan from Derry it was to get it, but i put him in there for what he did with Derry and I'd put James McCarty in yeah did you Even hear Broly not his best final Broly
1: take McGuigan though I say Broly oh, that is <laughs> <shock. laughs> Brownie like
2: comes head, out with some big head ones has- but I do not agree with that
0: like, and this, Broly had a bad week was
2: Philly McMahon
0: backing him up <laughs> <laughs> or was Philly McMahon disagreed with him? I can't I couldn't tell what Philly was saying. I think Philly was disagreeing and agreeing at the same time. Right. Pat Spillane was definitely backing him up. They were Pat saying Patty that that Small Brody. was better.
1: Brody. Which was, no. no. was Patty Small. Patty Small brilliant player, Shave. but Shane McGregor different level this year. And last what, year. What Brody was saying Shay McGregor wouldn't get in the double team. But sorry, no. what I didn't understand about
0: that conversation was that they questioned. But they question Shane McGuigan's work rate. Like oh, Shane off. McGuigan's work rate is to the detriment of, of his own game. Like nuts. Shane McGuigan in the Ulster final is winning two of the last three kickouts. Ah, he's absolute nuts. He's getting he's backtracking. Like he he gets nailed by Kerry garbage five or six times in the semi final because he's involved in every single play. Like Shane McGuigan yeah, is, is he, top, he, top can, one of the he best can only ones. score
1: on the loop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, what what like hey, that's nearly, that's nearly. Do you know There's what that like,
2: reminds me? <laughs> like that's worse. than That's worse than Flitter's Conn on <laughs> You know what? That deserves to be retweeted. Get four million views. <laughs> on Bradley saying McQuiggan would not get it. his own
0: county
1: thing. Thing. as well. Like
0: that's a bit. That wrecked. reminds me of. Uh, that reminds me of the two trick pony comment. <laughs> what was, was the two trick pony? <laughs> wasn't that? Wasn't that Martin McHugh? Martin McHugh was I that Did that have something to do with you James Not No that too, eh? I thought that had something to do with you <laughs> <Good>. Now chance. <laughs> Computer says no wow. after that
2: one so How did we end up on Bradley and Shea McGregor by the way Oh sorry Shea McGregor top five oh, players Jesus. in
0: the country Yeah. Name, Former Donegal all-star Martin McHugh has branded Kerry legend Colm Cooper a two-trick pony <laughs> And claimed his 24-year-old <laughs> county teammate James O'Donoghue is a better player <laughs> oh, McHugh okay, lauded O'Donoghue okay, with What, a, what name. a statement that is Man of the match in Kerry's Ireland quarter-final win over Galway as one of the finest players time. he's ever seen. <laughs> Jimmy, what are your thoughts on this? That <laughs> must have been very difficult to do with. Are
1: you t- better than Gooch?
2: Wrap this up. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> How much did you pay Mark McHugh for that call? Talk to me. Thousand quid. Nah,
1: he was. You're he was than Gooch. That was that was said at twelve thirty-seven on Twitter as well. I think. <laughs> Lads, there's some big calls being made, and that's. What, if that goes out on Twitter, the internet's going to break. Like.
0: Boys, that's that's what you need to do to get on Sunday game. Paul Flynn, Sunday game. Martin McHugh, Sunday game. If you want to uh, get from football pod to up for the match no, to the Sunday game, the you got to try some of that. You
2: need to be to. <laughs> G.A. Go. Okay, I
0: have two, two very last quick ones and then we're going to take a break and come back with a few more uh, bits. Paul Mannion, is an absolute superstar and he's made for the big day. He's just been created in a lab somewhere in South Dublin. He kicked five points again on Sunday, his biggest tally of the year. One fifteen now in his 8 All-Ireland final appearances. He had 15 minutes in 2013. He got injured, didn't score. He was working abroad in 2015. He played no part. In 16, he played 80 minutes across both finals, came off in one, came on in the other. 17, he kicks three points. 18, he scores a goal. And across two finals in 19, he kicks six points. He is Dublin's joint second-top scorer Across their eleven All Ireland finals, Dean Rock is won number one with one forty seven, one point from play. Mm. Uh, Bernard Brogan, Kevin <laughs> is, Mack. love that one, two twelve, and Paul Maguire have one fifteen. So uh, that's some going, Paddy, isn't it?
2: Unbelievable. Top of
0: the pops, as we said. Yeah, he's shown it again and again
2: and again and we, seen him, we were getting glimpses of him with the club scene with Croke's obviously going very well winning all other club titles that's all we were seeing of him so with him going back into the Dublin fold was, and, he, and the, listen it probably took him time to get back up to speed there was performances earlier on in the league, in the National League and in the Championship where it definitely wasn't a Paul Mannion we know and that was the the challenge going, could he get to those heights again and he's done it again Never, like the quality has the mentality has you can't understate that. It's so so important. And look, he just showed it again. Like, it was, like Paul Maguire is an unbelievable player. I don't think. What else can you say? Like he's proven it again and again and again. And last Sunday was he was the, he was a One of those guys where there's chaos going everywhere, <coughs> and he was just doing the business. And that's that is the mark of the highest quality. Do
1: you know he he's gone through yeah. phases of like being almost an assist. Uh, an sister, or an assist merchant, or kind of a ball winner, tackler, hard grafter. He's kind of had different kind of phases of his career, hasn't he? And then to turn up in the final and get those four from play, like he's just a rootless finisher. And the best point he got, I think, was, was the counter attack in the first half. When Kerry got, it sucked yeah. too many bodies up. I remember looking at it going, we've too many forward here ahead of the ball. You, we no no punch from behind, and we all got sucked ahead of the ball, and next thing, lost it and Jason Foley and Mannion were almost in a race to the goal yeah. and Mannion puts on the afterburners it was incredible athleticism and pace and for oh, all God. the injuries he's had and everything against Jason Foley he won the race and then chipped it with the left straight over I thought that was a great score you know what if Kali if Basquiel
0: had slipped that a little bit earlier Mannion was true on goal oh, I and, and I was, was, I'd I say Mannion let him was know loyalty.
2: that I was thinking yeah. when they turned it he took a off. solo he took an oh. extra solo but yeah. then it was like that's composure. like the ch- goal is gone clip score yeah that's yeah it. and yeah. that's
0: just ah uh, lads yeah what a what a player oh, um, magic magic yeah yeah absolutely right this is episode thirty five of season three the football part of Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue thanks very much again for everyone for listening in so far this season the pod is brought to you with thanks to AIB proud sponsor of the Senior Football Championship check out hashtag toughest for more we had an unbelievable night last Thursday night in Crow Park that show was just great crack. We had Paul Gavin and Keno Sullivan there. We actually barely talked about the match. So <laughs> if you haven't actually seen it, you can go back and watch it. There's so many stories. Loads of great crack. It was really enjoyable. The boys are all in great form. So do go back and watch that. We only have a couple of episodes left this season. So we'll have an all-star Awards show coming up. We're hoping to get a special guest on for an interview. And James, you were grabbing a, a glass of water or coffee, I think, when I was telling Patty The other show, I'm going to ask yourself and Patty to do a bit of homework and to come oh, back with your like propositions to fix Gaelic football because some people think that the game is in a, a troubled place I'm, ha- so I'm happy with we're going to so be
1: back you, you just
0: do yours yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it from here to you Jimmy you head off there I'm happy
2: fix Gaelic Week football I need to talk to Larry McCarthy
0: we're going to be back right after this talking a little bit more football alright you're very welcome back to episode 35 of the football pod of Paddy Anders and James O'Donoghue James I'm coming to you on this one because Kerry have this ahead of them this winter. John Small tweeted yesterday, Joe Brawley is one of the kindest hearts you'll ever meet when it comes to <laughs> football analysis. And he tweets a picture of an article written in March. The fire is gone and the dubs don't even seem to care. I'm not going to get into the article or, or what was in it, but we spoke a little earlier about the power of hunger when it comes to sport. And Kerry are going to have no shortage of that this winter when they look back on that Ireland final, when they look back on the fact that they could have buried the dubs and their their last dance and the amount of emotion and celebration we've seen them having this 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 last week. But they also could have been looking at a, a shot at three in a row next year. If they had got over the line last year, last week, when it was a level in injury time and it felt short. How much can that hunger help them over the next few months?
1: I suppose there's different there's different phases of it. There's an element of grieving <laughs> you know, first of all that needs to be done. Um and then fellas are gonna go back to their back to their club championships, which will be a nice break, but at the same time there was there's championship games on this weekend for fellas, um. So they're into the club scene. They'll have they'll try and forget about Kerry, forget about the game, all that, which is hard. And then when that's finished, come October, November, it'll be a case of sitting down and seeing where you can go. But like it's different in this Kerry setup, I think, or in this in this, um, in this time because. Kerry, that Kerry team would probably have disbanded with a win. You know, you're looking at maybe the, the Stephen O'Brien's, really? the Gaines, the Paul Murphy's. I'm guessing as a fan here, as a supporter, I don't know. But it would be nice to do what David Moran did and kind of bow out on a win, back-to-back, back, a double. Would they go back? Would it would be a question? So now Jack has the question mark. Does he keep everyone together and go at it with kind of the same group again? Or does he rebuild... A new a new team, you know, so I, Jack hasn't necessarily, through his career, rebuilt, you know. He's always kind of taken a team and maybe given an extra little bit to it and and, and moved it on, but he's never actually gone through a, a transition that might need to be done now. I, I don't think they're probably at the transition phase, but he's going to have a few difficult conversations with fellas trying to keep them around. So, I mean... Uh, they also need... They also need...
0: Fresh blood, right? They do. In a sense They need that fresh blood. There's a bit of depth needed there, right?
1: Yeah. Look, I think, that, I think that's the main talking point from a Kerry point of view after the game was the case of we don't have the seven or eight options or nine options off the bench. We only have maybe two or three that are definitely going to impact the game. But Jack likes that. I think he likes to have 18 or 19, a solid unit. But when you get a knock or two, and especially with this, the, the way the season is, it's so many games. <clears throat> it was fine when you had monster semi-final, monster final, yeah. quarter-final, semi-final final, like five games. You, you, you'd you wrap someone up. Remember Emphys Morris tore his hamstring three weeks before the final, grade two, and just, and played, and ripped it in the final, but they'd won it already. He came off. But I just think that he needs to maybe add a couple of additions. But that's where the, the difficult thing is. If a couple of the lads step away, you're looking at Seven or eight editions, rather than two or three sprinkles, you know. So, it's a strange one for Kerry, but definitely that—that hurt—is the main motivating factor when you're getting back in the gym in November or in yeah. or in October. You know, you have you have something to fight for again. But the, the grieving process has to happen first, and they're going to be in that phase for a while. Paddy, that
0: winter of 2014 was probably the one that he had as a as a group.
2: Yeah, it was. It was massive. That that was a big part of it. That seeing Kerry win, but also just, we were outsmarted, we were outworked by Donegal, in that famous semi-final, and that was, yeah, 100%, we we worked, we always work hard pre-season, it's fucking torturous, every season, but, there are things that make you, get through it a little bit easier, and that, the reality of being, Second best, or in that case, we didn't get to the final. That was that was a big part of our motivation to try and get back there, get back on top. We felt we were good enough. We felt we the players we felt we'd underperformed, and that's that's exactly what Kerry are going to feel like for the last week. They, They felt they should have won the game. They felt they had opportunities to win the game. They felt they would underperformed. So that. And like I said, it's one of the most basic motivating factors in sport is seeing someone else win your title, what you believe is your title. So, for Kerry, that, that I think that's a plus going into twenty twenty four. That there, there's that edge. I I felt they lacked that edge all year, all year. I think there was glimpses of it against Tyrone in that quarter final, and definitely in the second half against Derry. But as a, as a course for the whole season, I thought their national league we expected it to be pretty hit and miss and it was Munster Championship was going to be pretty irrelevant for them but I just felt I couldn't get away from, from the Mayo game at Killarney where a team that is on is on that has an edge about them they don't have a performance like that like that like Dublin had played poorly in games throughout the season but but nothing to the level of like Kerry were annihilated by Mayo and it was it wasn't necessarily much of a tactical thing it was like Mayo just running through them like that is a motivation that's an edge and I felt that they were a little bit off with that all season. Now, they nearly pulled it out of the bag, but th- th- I don't think that would be an excuse to them next season. I expect them, whether it's whether it's the same crew or not, and, and Jack has the same players, whether there's new guys coming in, I, I agree. I think Kerry do need to bring in some new guys. And, and look, they have players, of course they do. But it's, it's getting them in and getting them game to supplement that forward line, but also just depth in the squad that there's options there. Because it is a new season. It's a new way of games. You're playing... Nine, ten 10 championship matches in the, in the course of a couple of yeah. months. You need bodies. You need bodies. But I think Kerry were actually... I thought
0: Galvin's point. Kerry were Galvin's
2: actually point all right with injuries this year. It wasn't
0: too bad. Well, they also cumber they lost Joe O'Connor and I actually thought Paul Galvin's point at the roadshow about that middle third sector was actually quite... T- I never yeah. thought of it like that. Like the amount of depth that Dublin actually had and he had a tweet up about the A versus B. I'm not sure Kerry ever really had that. Like we saw glimpses even of the likes of Donald Daniel Sullivan and... Um, yeah. And Dar Roach and a few other lads getting a chance in the league. They never really got minutes in, in championship. I know there's a couple of injuries there. Midfield, they lost a couple of lads, and in defence, Mike Breen was back quite late. He had a big year last year before he got injured, and and they were probably short. Breen League was never really right, and he had a big semi final last year against against Dublin. I do think that that Kerry were short a little bit Definitely, in that area. And you
1: have to get like that rugby thing that we always go back to: get to fifty caps, get just get get twenty or 30 get the numbers up yeah appearances come on as a sub hear the noise see everything see how it works see how the the pressure comes on late in games be involved in that and then come the All-Ireland you're ready but like Jack can't be turning around going. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure who I'm bringing on Don't here. Fancy them, yeah, yeah, which is it's unfair on on everyone. It's not. It's just give them give like that load game really was was a chance I think to start a couple of fellas and see what they're made of in a championship match. Now it turned out to be fairly one sided, but still you're giving them the experience. But like he's gonna have to go around. He's gonna have to start watching those club championship games now this week to get to get a couple of fellas in. But
2: but, but Jimmy, I take the reality here. Like Kerry, are gonna be in are one of the favourites to win the All-Ireland next year. That even with all, yeah, that there's disappointments from, from Sunday, there's maybe a couple of guys pushing on, there's question marks over depth, Kerry still are going to be one of the favourites to win this thing, and they're going to be right there in 2024. You look around the country, and you say, well, who's coming up to eat their lunch? And I'm not saying, I thought Galway underperformed, you expect them to come back. Mayo... <sighs> times you're thinking, have they figured something out here on the day, and then the old Islands come back, but they're going to be in the mix. And then you're looking at the Ulster Championship, realistically, <sighs> Derry can Tyrone sort themselves out. There's a lot of change going to happen in Tyrone. Derry, even though they've been...
0: Derry need, Derry need a big winter.
2: They, they've been impressive, but again, I just feel their ceiling is probably, I think they're maxing out. Uh, and, and yeah. it's not at all Ireland level so, so the reality is without having not happen to change too much Kerry are still going to be right there as famous when the other and you look at what's going to happen with Dublin and no one knows uh, uh, if you're asking me now do I expect the same Dublin crew to be trained in January I'd be, I'd
0: be surprised so, so you think yeah but they'll all come back in March I know, yeah, the Dubs uh, will break uh, the up OT. definitely
1: do you think they'll break up why would they break up <sighs> because that was, that was the deal it's hard to tell that was it let's, let's win let's this one and that's why they had okay. so much of it's so much yeah and that, that's what, I, what I, if, I if, if start they said, the right we'll come too. back here for, for two more years two or three there's year no with power them. in that yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean yeah. it's like this is fucking so. it we're done in July or August whatever this said, are we doing it or not and they, that's where they got the power from but if you look at it
2: say worst case from a Dublin perspective and everyone leaves they're all that's a massive turnover for Dublin as well the daily, the sorts. So straight away, you're looking at in 2024, and I'm barely it's what, bloody a week after the, 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 <laughs> all of the final. Predictions, no right? Predictions happened. now. To... Predictions. <laughs> Cork is going to be one of the favourites <laughs> for the whole thing. Cork, and Meade. Mead are going to be one of the Mead favorites. are back. But like the reality, like it's still McGlory and McCarney, and accept that. But uh, realistically, that they're, they're going to be right there next season. Yeah, they need, need to make a couple of changes, but so do, they're starting so far ahead of the majority of the pack that Jack O'Connor is a smart coach, he's been around the block, he knows what he'll need to do and there's players in Kerry. Don't be telling me there's not guys who can score in Kerry. So it's just, a, the league is far more important to Kerry next season than it was this year. We knew that, we called that. The league for Dublin next year is kind of irrelevant. That's, they're in Division 1 and so they bloody don't want to get relegated down again. But there'll be changes in Dublin as well and then you're looking outside of those two, there's question marks over all the other contenders. There is. The
0: reality is the Dubs and Kerry... Just,
2: yeah. they're, but, they're going to
0: be but, right there again Galway confirmed last week that Joyce is staying on. We don't know what's happening in Derry. Is Kiramina going to stay on? Is there going to be a new change there? We don't really know what's happening in Armagh yet. Is, is Geezer going to stay on for another season or are they going to Terrell, throw toys out of the James pram Trump. The clubs have a Yeah, In Tyrone, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, I'd say one thing Jack O'Connor is hoping for this year is that the likes are at more and Fossa. Beaten in the first and round. The other clubs don't get the <laughs> big run. And it's 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 horrible to say it, but I can imagine county managers are thinking that they do not want their clubs getting the runs like Sean Kelly last year had a relentless year. Connor Glass, Shane Walsh, yeah. David the Cliffords, Paul Murphy, they had a, Shane Ryan unbelievably long years mentally and physically. And that's just the nature of the club season and the, the split season at the minute with inter-county football and club football rolling into each other. So before we leave the other on the final, we've a couple of quick things to wrap up on James. Uh, we're going to be late for training, so we're going to get in trouble um, <laughs> if we don't are wrap you still this up playing, really quickly. Lads, that
1: club scene should just be scrapped. Told you this. We're going all the yeah, way. We're we are still playing. Back in action, but this weekend. Legion. Baby. This weekend. You, have you played put yet? All all?
0: Your, put weekend. all your money on Legion. We won on Saturday. We won our first round. Oh. Yeah, big game, yeah, big you win. Kick? I, I kicked a wide. Oh, nice. Good <laughs> wide though Great strike. <laughs> I was keep I, I were smoked um, I, I was, It's as good as a score You were smoked out I was there Midfield <laughs> I, did, I had a different sort of job I was midfield Who smoked yeah, I midfield. midfield I got smoked in the first half actually It was the fault of one of our lads Getting a black card But I did okay in the second half <laughs> James good luck this weekend Who are you playing? Cora.
1: Lutra venue We're in the group of death Oh, The other two teams in the group played Likewise This weekend actually Great game Kilcomben and Long Rangers We're in the group really? of death as well Who's in the other? Who's in the other? Kilcummon. He's in the group, Long Rangers.
0: Long Rangers, yeah. Long Rangers.
1: Mike okay. Frank played. The McCartys are Kilcuman, yeah. are they? Keely. Okay. Is he not going to, not going
2: to uh, New yeah, York,
1: He went to London, he's yeah. Back. No, he's, he's not, well, I don't know, is he coming back, he's not or around at the moment. know. Is Mike Frank still playing for Long Rangers, No. <laughs> he was togged, all right. No, I don't <laughs> know. He, what a player, though. Up to, he was playing What a player. Up to early 40s. And at, at Unbelievable a Serious quality as well Like kicking Serious he, He's kick. still bringing a bag of balls yeah, He still yeah, brings a bag of balls close. Down to the pitch To, to go kicking He like.
0: would One of the great joys in life Brings a bag of balls down And third kicks for third half bit, an hour patty bet Paddy there was Big news actually Last night in Westmead Oh um, Your old foes Gary Castle oh, Ireland finalists oh, Mason, In 2012 Bet Bridgetts In the Leinster final In November 11 Relegated to intermediate football In Westmead
1: Jesus Did they lose they a few bodies Did they?
0: Probably. I don't know. But well, that's the, a big the, one the, on Westmead.
2: Desi Dalton was a massive player for them. I remember that. That was 2011. Jesus, A long time ago. Uh, but for them, yeah. All-Ireland club finalists. Cross-McLean-Betham, didn't they? That year.
0: Yeah, and 12, Cross. In 12, yeah. It was a Cross. The renegades to yeah. Inter.
2: That's, it's the same thing happened here. St. Vincent's and Plunkett's were in the B Championship. Phineas. And Bridget's. Did you go down to B? Bridget's, are, I think, they were in the C Championship at this stage. Um... But like Vinny's the All-Ireland winners Conley Massey Quinn Jerry Brennan All these guys They were in the B championship as well So it's just The cycle of players And this is the biggest thing If your underage isn't right And you
1: haven't got that conveyor belt coming through Do you have to win seamless. An intermediate to get back up? Or is it like two finalists? There's like? intermediate And then there's B championship So you have to win a B championship wow. To get back into
2: the A championship You so have to win it who's yeah. Who's in the B Have to win it Or like two finalists Two finalists in the B championship Get promoted So Kula were in the B championship Mick Fitzsimons Conor Conlon they won that they got promoted Vincent's won it last year so they're back up uh, Massey Quinn was still doing the business bit of Mike Frank Russell there yeah right? <laughs> uh, what age is Massey now? I think he's 40, late late 50s I think 58, 59 <laughs> what a player Massey I'm sorry Massey I apologise I'm only winding you Massey's probably 40 but Massey he was a the second
0: Such the second most influential man, man in Dublin football I would say Massey Quinn, the mighty up, man. every time here. he's so, yeah, on teaching he's
1: doing the business as well he's never playing yeah. poorly like no kick and spinners yeah, a and
2: scoring goals a poacher what a man but a busy couple of months ahead I watched the club
0: championship with uh, close eye you will <laughs> you absolutely will oh, um, yeah. you there was a couple it? of yeah <laughs> there was a couple of other bits <laughs> in here Matty Donnelly Matty Donnelly suffered a shocking injury at the sounds weekend bad. sounds like a bad one looks like he could be out for the year and, and Ethan Rafferty as well last week for Grange both um, leg breaks really bad injury
2: is that like collisions or legs are cut like it, it, yeah. I don't want to say it but uh, they sound like bad ones Only you know, you a know, cruciate yeah. injury or something like that but leg breaks is
0: yeah. Donnelly did it in the Kilmacud 7th and, and Rafferty did it in the, in in the league seventh. game for the Grange oh, is he cruciate
1: yeah. worse <laughs> though cruciate Look at, worse than leg break I'd say is it But you get a bad know, leg
0: break it
2: could be hard to hear I don't know yeah. hopefully Fingers crossed thoughts with, boys. with the right.
0: lads. Best they're luck with right. recovery, but that's that's a shocker. And best luck to everyone in their club action. Um Enjoy the it next couple of Enjoy weeks. Enjoy the club yeah. stuff now. We'll be back next Monday. With our all star show, you'll be glad to know.
2: This is going we'll to break rewards. the internet. Our all star selections are not going to go down.
0: We've got a hint of of where you boys are leaning for your footballer of the year, but we will be deciding the official football pod footballer football of, football of the year. Yeah, how, we, so. how will we decide this? Because me, Jimmy, well, have a lot we're gonna all agree on this. We're going to have three judges in the media. Right, me, you and, and James. Yeah. And then we're going to open it up to public vote. Oh, like it, public
1: it. vote. Wow. So no, there's to there's public going to be a mix. There's going to be a mix. There's going to be
0: a mix. No, there's no. going to be a mix. I have I've a weighted system here. So the public at 25%, we get 25% and so on and so forth. Ah, this is a far, this is a stitch-up already. Like, <laughs> Right, that's how we're doing it at the moment. I'll, I'll try and if so I can So next week is the All-Star show. So we have a week to pick our All-Star team. All-star team, yeah And uh, a couple of awards We're going to give out as well next don't
2: week bullshit so. No bullshit now, Jimmy Don't be coming in with class carries No,
1: I don't I picked it already I, I've oh, oh, I've Ford Ford for Derry Oi You have your Don't give already? it
0: away We've three more shows to get through Don't give it away We'll <laughs> <laughs> roll these all into one super episode here And knock it on the head for the year Great to catch up, boys And good work this week And remember No tweeting after midnight.
2: <laughs> no The phone is there. Lock it away, baby <laughs> It See works. you lads. Be good. Thanks. Enjoy the bank holiday boys. Catch us next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.